Hey, everyone, welcome back. It's The Wrap with Tom Azaway and Clarence Black on NRM Streamcast Live from the Jim Reels friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios in Farmington. Good conversation last uh, show, and we left it off with the NBA possibly coming back. We played you a clip from uh, Adrian Wojnarowski on Get Up Today on ESPN. Love him and Greeny. Greeny's my man. And uh, great radio guy. I think they're going to get him back to radio here pretty soon, uh, along with his TV. That's the rumor I'm hearing, by the way. I don't think, think so. I don't think Trey Wingo wants to do the uh, morning drive anymore. Oh, the morning, yeah. it's it's a lot for him. He does a lot with that NFL. He's yeah. a great host. Yes, Trey Wingo and him and Golik. Well, they did a good job. I mean, they. I, so I I like it. I think the Golik Wingo thing works. Mm-hmm. It does. But I could see it. I could see where it's wearing. I could see that wearing down on you. Yeah. Because they don't ask Golik to do anything else. No. And that's all Golik does. I think that's Whereas his Wingo deal. is like, he never stops moving. No, he doesn't stop. And you think about how late those in it, that, that's that's a late God. world, man. What he did with that draft was amazing. Amazing. That's like thinking on your feet type yeah. thing. And things could go wrong. And, and they they held that together really well. And yeah. I'd like the draft that way, to be honest with you. Right. I hope, I hope yeah. they continue it with a little bit better yeah. quality as far as, you know how there's always a drag on a yeah. phone call. You know, there's always a five-second yeah. delay and hopefully they could get that taken care of one of these days. You would think by now right. there'd be no freaking delay or anything Well, how like about that. we – this is one to hold off, but XFL? I told you. I know Vinnie you. Mac? Bring that up again. So Vince McMahon is looking at possibly buying uh, the XFL out, of, thought, bankrupt, out of bankruptcy. He, but I thought he, he – how does that work? I think with his own – remember before what they said? Well, like, is this Vince? And everybody kept saying, like, uh, I forget our guest. Uh, was Tom, this, this, uh, Tom yeah, uh, so this wasn't – this. Vince didn't run solo on this one this time. Right. This was – We'll you have know, to get him on again. This was, you know – but this would be Vince buying the – because this is his baby. I mean, Vince did this one right. Luganbill, Tom Luganbill. Yeah, Lugan Tom Luganbill. Um, Vince is looking at buying it out of bankruptcy. Okay. Which is, I mean, well, that mean I will get my football that I ordered uh, two months ago, and they haven't yeah, paid me back my I, money yet. I didn't yet? want to say anything. I was worried about that. I mean, they, they, they ghosted me. It's in bankruptcy, bro. I know, but That's they ghosted I, me. I know, I know. They took my money. Yeah, they did. They did. I'm pissed. Hey, listen, join the join the. If club. Vince takes this back, he's gonna hear from me. He's gonna give me how you think the, the real guy, football. How you think the guy who <laughs> gave uh, who gave Lehman Brothers a hundred grand the day before they went bankrupt? How you think he felt? Yeah, I guess I guess so. There you go. See, all right. So I have my it's my, my twenty five bucks. Yeah, you're really good. not mad. They did you're give me good. five bucks back for shipping. There you go. <laughs> you ain't ever getting that. Uh-uh. I'm not getting my twenty no, back, huh? Man. Oh shucks. Anyway. Oh no 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 no. Who oh, was no. it? Who else was it? I, and I, I wish I could remember a story where they went bankrupt and it was literally people were like, "Well, can I get my order?" And they're like, "No." So that's it was it, somebody. Huh? Somebody went, and it was somebody big too that went bankrupt. And it was like, well, wait a minute, what's going to happen with like I ordered? They're her like, yeah, you ain't getting it. Maybe that was the old XFL prior to this no, new XFL. Man, it was. It was something in the last three or four years. I wish I could remember <laughs> it, but it was funny as hell because people were like, I just want my product. And they're like, no. All right. Well, last show, like I was saying, the NBA. We talked about it coming back in a bubble yeah. scene. Looks like Disney World, the sports facility in Orlando, will house these teams and they will play and we heard best of sevens and you know vegas maybe even uh up on there as well uh vegas might be a spot for the nba as well the amway center in orlando it's another place so it looks like orlando is going to be the hotbed for the nba if it yeah. if and when it does well, come and listen, back governor, and it looks like it is governor DeSantis was uh you know sitting there 
and I think I don't know if the presser was this morning or yesterday, but he's with the VP and he was just saying, you know, everything that Florida had done. And, you know, he was just very adamant that he, he felt like, you know, the media has really kind of propagated this gloom and doom. And he's like, no, in Florida we are. And, and here's the thing I, the where I'm optimistic is if you think about the population that we're most worried about. Right. You know, the elderly. Mm-hmm. And so think of how many retirees are in Florida. I would think that's a place that would be more apt to be a little more cautious and instead they're going full they're going full bore. So if if the numbers stay the way they are and the numbers look good so far in Florida, then I mean this whole thing could be very promising for everybody else, man. I want this to go away so bad. I'm hoping All right, I'm hoping it works and and his point was that if you're hoping Florida fails for political reasons, then you're horrible. You're awful. And I agree. I need I need this to go away properly because I don't need my Christmas no. to be co- uh, and, and, impacted, and, and that's and that is where I agree too, man. I don't. This is not a political issue to me. This is a this is a this is just a human being yeah. American issue. I need my I, Halloween. I would like us to get back to our way of life. I want our business owners to get back to thrive and get our kids in school. And and like I said, though, yes, I'm I'm looking for some sort of all clear. Um, I I don't know that they're. I don't know that we can all shelter in place forever. I don't know that that's the, the, the answer. I'm, I'm not a, you know, it's obviously not what I do for a living. But at the same time, I, I like if there are places where the numbers are are solid and we can get moving. This is a hell of a step, man. This is a hell of a thing. Florida's going to become the center of the world. All eyes are on it. And if you're hoping that it fails because it doesn't suit your politics, then I, I just I can't say anything other than come on, man. Shame on me. Well, they've opened the beaches and closed the beaches. Are they reopened again? I don't know. I don't think so. But South Carolina, I mean, Maryland, they're open. Uh, I think New Myrtle Jersey, Be- your place, they're, they're well, doing they're th- some select. They're thinking of opening the beaches, but the boardwalk itself where you play games and you eat yeah. food and all of that, that's not as open. Right. But so- everybody is trying to figure out in this current normal what they can do. And I'm okay with that. Because we gotta, we gotta stick our foot in the water and see. Now, if it turns out that the rates, and if we look back in a month and a half and midway through the summer, and the rates have skyrocketed, then that's on us. But we have to be able to. We won't know what we can do until we see. You know, so like your places, like your Cedar Point is closed, your yeah. amusement parks are closed, and all those places are. Everybody just, it doesn't all have to be at once. But man, we have got to. And remember, I told you this: as the weather gets better and better and better, you aren't going to be able to keep people. So you're going to end up with neighborhoods of people just out and about, yeah, walking and they barbecuing, are. and they are. So now the New Jersey beaches are going to maybe be open, but yeah. the New York beaches aren't. So here's the kicker: New York and New Jersey are separated by <laughs> as little as ten minutes. <laughs> right. You don't think uh, Guido and Vito yeah. and Vinny yeah. and Goomba yeah. is going to come by the Absolutely. Jersey beaches? Absolutely. Okay, so it's it's going to be a disaster. Yeah, it will be. It, yes, yes, it will. But again, everything we do is going to be a disaster. That's the thing. Everything we do is going to be a disaster. It's just what is the? Uh, it is about <laughs> mitigating risk. All right, that's it. That's all it is, man. So, are you wearing a mask on the beach? Uh, well, you don't want to get tan lines. No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't do masks. If I'm indoors, mask. If I'm outside for any reason, I'm not wearing a mask. And if anybody says anything to me, then we'll have a problem because I'm like I'm not wearing a mask well, outside. Who would say something to you? I did. Some brave soul. He'd be a fool. Yeah. Some brave soul. Listen to the rap here. Uh, Tom Mazaway, Clarence Black on NRM Streamcast. NBA hoping to come back and uh, 
we'll see if they're the first to come back. Now, Mike Trout the other day spoke out, you know, for baseball. They're trying to come back as well. And he's like, how are we going to do this without being tested daily? So how ma- I ask you this. Are tests that readily available now? Are they that inexpensive and that readily available? Because these athletes are going to use hundreds a day. Yeah. So is what's your take? And I've said this, man. The optics of this could be could be really bad. But if you qualify it as an essential service, and that's what they did in Florida. They said sports are an essential service. Entertainment is an essential service. New York is trying to provide then and you're essential and we all say your essential service personnel are going to be tested more frequently then that's where we are now over by me where i live in berkeley i know that there's a testing center that's right there at the uh at one of our little facilities but again if you don't have a test at this point i believe that they are now if you get get it from your doctor, I think you can now get a test just to see if you have the antibodies. Or, if you have the antibodies, I heard you can do that know, without a doctor. I don't thing. know. And again, this is where, but this is where the communication comes in, and right. this is where there's miscommunication. Yeah. And what I found is that all of those things kind of fall under the your your particular political preference. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that plays. I'd be interested to do it. Look, you know, there's nobody that wants to to get back to to real life yeah. other than more than me. I mean, I'm just like yeah. anyone else. I, well, I want to get out there. And I tell you what, the good I did, news. I tell you what, I'm not. I, I tell you what, I don't. I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss being on the road by myself and pulling a parking lot by myself. Yeah. I'm gonna miss that because I already miss it. I already right. see what I. It's like back to almost back to normal, man. Road wise, yeah. have you noticed that? A little bit, yeah. I, you know, and I know we got to get back to normal life. Yeah. Matter of fact, I read Lisa Guerrero yesterday. Remember, you know, Lisa Guerrero mm. from she's on Inside Edition now, but she used to be on Monday Night Football. She was in Playboy back in the day. Yeah. And she writes out, "I guess we're back to normal." There's already been a, a mall shooting. I guess that's we're back to normal. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's freaking normal. Unbelievable. Doesn't that I suck? I don't miss any of those freaking stories. Um, the things that so that was one story. The story of the week though that got me, man. And and we're gonna have Larry Lee, our buddy, you know, former former Lion, former Lion VP. Yeah, of course. Um, the NFL, the the the, the Rooney Rule mm-hmm. adjustment expansion. I thought horrible. I thought it was embarrassingly Emba- horrible. I thought couldn't be- I couldn't believe it. And that we're, it's 2020, and so another another. But this is a good thing, positive thing. So Candace Lee, and it shouldn't be an issue. No relation I, to Larry. I, no, no relation to, <laughs> to our buddy Larry. Matter of fact, Larry's on the horn. Um, but Candace Lee knew she's the first black AD in the history of the SEC. And What'd you go, Vandy? In, Vandy. So and that's coming in 2020. But uh, to join us now to discuss the. Uh, the, the Rooney Rule and and everything else. Let's get to our uh, our buddy, Lion, former Lion and former Lion VP, Larry Lee, joining us. What's up, big man? I'm good, man. How you guys doing? Good, Larry. Thanks for coming on, man. Glad uh, to, no problem. Glad to see no you. Problem. You're healthy, healthy and uh, healthy and happy, man. You you still you still playing the bass? Absolutely, man. <laughs> uh, you know I got a decent echo going on, but you know uh, what what us musicians call it is. Uh, I've been in the woodshed. <laughs> you awesome. have been. You have been. I miss the days of seeing you around Lions, uh, the old Lions camp back in the Silverdome days. I miss those days. Those are the glory yeah, you days. Know, <laughs> who, 
who would have thought that those would have been considered the good old days? Isn't that something? To me, I've been here since 93, so I, I got to see the great 90s teams of the Lions, and I'm like, man, this is good. This is good. Who knew that was as good it was gonna, right. as it was going to get? Uh, yeah, hopefully uh, they'll <laughs> – They'll get it together. <laughs> so big, big man on a on a week where you know the NFL toyed with um, you know incentives or adjustments to the the Rooney Rule. The the SEC you know gets their first black AD and it's a female at that at, at, at Vandy. They check two boxes. You know, check two boxes. Yeah. You know, I, I've said from day one that you're not going to solve this problem until you get more you know black decision makers. Whether it's you know you get more ownership or people that sit on these these boards of these teams or your front office you know having having been in the front office what do you make of the the state of the of the NFL in terms of its its I guess you know the the racial relations and you know what was your thought on what they attempted to do and roll out with this new rule well um you know years ago when you and I used to do that show together remember I talked about how what you just said, how I think that um, you have to get more African-American general managers in order to get more African-American mm-hmm. coaches or minority coaches. Yep. And, um, and, uh, and I still believe in that. And then the other piece to that puzzle, I believe, are the, is the players. The players, you know, if, if everything is okay with them, then, then everything is okay. But if, if things aren't well with them, they have the power to make change. So, but sometimes they don't do it in football like our, our fellow brothers do in basketball. You know, basketball players seem to uh, make things happen sometimes. And, and football players, we, we've been more of the, um, the guys that kind of just go along with everything. So th- I got a little echo going on. We I don't know you. if you guys can hear it or yeah, not. Yeah, we, we got you, big man. Sorry for that that echo. I don't know who's in that song, so sorry for that. Are you on a headphone? Oh, no problem. Larry, sorry. are you on a headphone, Larry? Or a, a no, no, I'm on my cell. Oh, okay. Well, we hear yeah. you fine. I'm sorry. We apologize. Okay, no problem. Yep, so... So that you know, to answer your question, uh, that that's the case there, and, and so we're making strides. The the, uh, the the sister, that's the female, uh, the athletic director there. That's a great move. And my alma mater this week just hired uh, an African American UCLA. This Afri- hired a, yeah. an African American as their athletic director. So there are strides there. And when it comes to the NFL. Uh, you guys are somewhat getting an exclusive here. I will. I I've been hired as a consultant to help the um, Fritz Pollard Alliance oh, awesome. in in making a difference in this. So um, all right, I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be on the front lines myself. Yep. My man, Fritz Pollard, the first African American yeah. head coach. So that's a, that's a that's a great start, man. I mean, seventy percent of the NFL is African American, and not many coaches. I think there are three: Brian Brian Flores. Uh, is one. Uh, Anthony Lynn of the Chargers is two. And there's a third. And I'm trying to uh, think. You, well, you got a minority in Ron oh, Rivera. My, yep, Mike, Rivera. Mike Tomlin is the third. Ron Rivera. Mike Tomlin, yeah. Yep, my, yeah. Ron Rivera is uh, was one as well. Is one as well. So that's where we're at. Yeah, I'll be I'll be working with uh, I'll be working with Rod Graves, who is the executive director of Fritz Fowler Alliance, uh, wholeheartedly. I'll be attending league meetings and and, and et cetera and 
hopefully um, uh, I can help make a difference. In case people don't rem- remember what happened, the NFL is trying to make uh, the NFL teams hire more African Americans, and they're trying to tell them, if you have a black head coach, we will allow you to move up in the draft starting, I think it's in the fourth round, yeah. move up ten positions from where you were going to pick. And if you have a black general manager, it would even add in even more points to you. Well, it's it's. I guess well, they actually, tried to make a good idea, but it, it sounds pretty pretty bad to me. Actually, they tabled that. that yes, is, that they is did. not. They did. That is not uh, in effect. But what they did uh, come up with is that for the head coaching position, there must be two uh, African American or minorities interviewed externally which means outside of your organization and then uh for general manager and other positions there has to be one uh interview outside externally from your organization because what a lot of teams were doing was you know if they had a a brother that was an assistant coach they would uh bring him in ask him a few questions and and call that uh count you know meeting the 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 rooney rule um and so Couple things has to happen here. There has to be a a um, an understanding or a relationship, a true relationship with Fritz Pollard and the league, to where they trust Fritz Pollard Alliance to uh, give them, you know, candidates that are worthy. And there, and we know there are a lot of worthy candidates. It's just a matter of of uh, shoring up the relationship between the uh, Fitzpatrick Alliance and the league and, and so that they feel comfortable in in uh, listening to their, their candidates that they endorse. And, you know, we got a perfect example here outside of sports with um, the Michigan Minority Supplier Development Council to the uh, auto industry. Detroit is the mecca for minority suppliers to the auto industry because of that. And uh, so there's a lot of uh, uh, synergy between those two, and, and hopefully I can be the bridge that kind of catches the NFL and, and uh, the Fritz Pollard Alliance up to where the auto industry is here for us. You know, so and Detroit's the mecca for that, by the way. Well, hey, big man, you you kind of you hit the nail on the head for me. Everybody is talking about it as an NFL issue. And I, and I try and remind people that if you look at the positions, and, and when I say positions, I'm talking about president, athletic director, head coach that are out there at, at the Division One FBS schools. I mean, to me, that's that's really where the opportunity is. So, you know, you talk about UCLA, Martin Jarman, or Jarman um, and then also, you know, Candace Lee. These are the positions that are most important to me because they're so – there's so many more of them. And when you look at just just even the Power Five and everybody's talking about, you know, the Power Five breaking away from the NCAA because of of the, the constraints and the, the lack of leadership. Big man, I just still see it that there are still so many more opportunities. If it, it seems to me when especially when I look at the NFL and you've got Kingsbury and Rule who came from college, that if more more people have opportunities at coordinator level at at the high-level college ranks or an AD or even presidents, that's really where I think the game can change. What, what do you think? I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, so it, the, the big question is not uh, 
candidates that are worthy. The big question is opportunity. Yeah. And, you know, people hire and and work with people they, they feel comfortable with. So we we got to do the Fritz Pollard Alliance. We got to do a good job or at least mending. I don't know if it's a, if it's a, a, a true, you know, valley, but somehow, some way we got to get the, get the league to understand, uh, you know, the African-American or the minority candidate and feel comfortable in doing so, you know, uh, I, I'll take it back several years ago when Kevin Colbert, who was like my best friend, who's the general manager of the Steelers, mm-hmm. when he was looking for a head coach before uh, hiring Mike Tomlin, you know, we were talking and chatting about various things. And, and I, I used to tell him, I said, Kevin, you don't have to hire a brother. I'm not telling you to hire a brother. But after you meet all your criteria from your candidates, and they if they happen to meet it, and and they and he's your best candidate, pull the trigger. And that's the kind of mentality I, I kind of want NFL owners to um, understand. You know, whatever your criteria is, you know, whatever whatever it is, if you interview. And you and and an African American or minority meets that criteria, pull the trigger. <laughs> There's no other reason not to. Larry Lee joins us, uh, former Lion, former Lion VP, now an advisor for the Fritz Pollard Alliance. Uh, hey, in Detroit here, the Lions. A few years ago, you got Martin Mayhew running the show. Jim Caldwell right underneath them, nine and seven, not good enough. They bring in these other guys and. Look where we are today, but other Detroit coaches. You have Dwayne Casey as the Pistons head coach. Ward Manuel, the Michigan AD. You got guys here. Mel Tucker, Michigan Mel State Tucker, head coach. Yeah. You, we're, we're, we're covering our ass here in Detroit. I think other teams. Let's, we had Kevin Colbert here yeah. in Detroit. We let him go. I mean, how many mistakes do we make here in Detroit? Yet, we're still trying to – we're making the right decisions. We're just not keeping them here. Yes, you know, um, we I've talked about it before with uh, with Clarence. Uh, I think last time I was on the show, and you know, the Ford family—they are great people. They really are. They are magnificent people, but they're also private people. And uh, you know, not a lot of people enter into their world per se. Uh, and if if so, it's at arm's length, and it's not because they're bad people or anything. That's just the way that they've done it. And today's, it, this is my opinion, solely my opinion. Today's football is different. Your top players, your Barry Sanders, your your, your uh, uh, Matt Staffords, your your uh, Megatrons, they are not your employees. They are your business partners, and. So you have to, you know, that's where sports is. Basketball, I think, is light years ahead of football. Basketball, you know, who ran the Cleveland Cavaliers? LeBron. Who runs the Lakers? Basically, LeBron. Who ran ran the Bulls? We we, Especially after uh, the last Last dance, dance. we learned Michael Jordan ran the Bulls. You know, uh, other than to an extent with uh, Jerry Krause, but but that's that's where sports are today. Your top earners, your twenty-seven million dollar a year guys like Matt Stafford, 
they're your business partner. So that's why I think a Calvin is not, you know, necessarily on good terms with the fours right now. Because, you know, Calvin over the years went to the Pro Bowl, and he had a chat with Tom Brady. And, chat, and you know, this is facetious, but Tom Brady's telling him all the things he and Bob Kraft do together and how they how Bob Kraft comes to him and various things. And Calvin's sitting there going, uh, you know, I don't have that kind of relationship with the Fords. Yeah, you've said uh, that before. So, you know, so I think it's all about relationships here. <laughs> Fords are good people. They're great people. They, they are awesome. Uh, they, and they do want to win, contrary to popular belief. But I think, personally, that's the breakdown. Hey, big man, we gotta we gotta hit it real quick though. Uh, in about sixty seconds, when do you think we are going to see black ownership in the NFL? How far away are we? Uh, hard to put a hard number on it, but you know, maybe three, four years away. All right, we'll talk about it another day. Larry Lee, former VP. Thanks, Larry. Former Lion oh joining us. Newest member of the uh, Fritz, Fritz Pollard Alliance. Alliance. My man. Congratulations, like brother. Thanks, Larry. That's Peace out. Talk, man. Good stuff, great man. Chat. Great stuff. Hey, you know, listen. You and I sit here, man. Two different dudes, different cultures, different ages. But, I mean, that's... I, I, I couldn't imagine not hiring you if, if I had the opportunity. To. Likewise. I want my and friend by my side. I get I, it. I get it. I, I I look forward to the day, man, when we are not talking about first of things. It's just a thing. Yeah. Not black owner, not first black AD in the SEC when it's just, hey, SC, Vandy hired Candace Lee. She's a, she's a new AD. How about a funny question like when uh, Doug Williams won the Super Bowl? How did it feel to be the first black yeah. quarterback to win the Super Bowl? Oh, well, I've always yeah. been oh. black. I just happened to be the first quarterback <laughs> to win. I mean, give me a break. Yeah, man. Enough it's, of that. It's, uh, until <laughs> until we're there, though, I, I love that. That's what I say, man. I love that people are thinking about I, They yeah. want to do right. The NFL gets it. They want to do right. It's just how you go about it. And, you know, like, literally, man, until you have – if you don't so – I told somebody this. If you don't associate with black people, the odds of you hiring them with the right frame of mind is ridiculous. Why would you? Of course, you're going to hire people that are like you. Who do you hang with? Man, I hang with my buds. That's who I hang with. Go. King and Foster coming up next. The Wrap, Tom Mazzaway, Clarence Black. Guys, have a great weekend. Stay healthy. Happy Memorial Day, folks. Happy Memorial Day. And remember, happy anniversary remember what to that Captain day is Mads. about. Remember right. what the day is about. Captain Black. My man. Peace. Dave and Angel, thank you. Stevie, take it easy. Talk to you guys soon on NRM Streamcast.